0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Philosophy Guy podcast. Brendan Weber here, your host once again. So I'm going to start doing some philosophy quick takes to kind of help, uh, kind of help with what's what's currently happening in po- pop culture entertainment and what's happening in film and TV and all that. That's basically what society currently cares about. And kind of look at it quickly from a philosophical level, to not dive in, I guess, so deep as much. So I'm just trying to, just trying to basically stay relevant and all. So let me know what you think of these quick takes. I'm going to be starting to do in the case, in this case of this episode, and the first one I'm doing is it's of Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. So I'll likely kind of take a take a lo- longer commentary down the road and like kind of do like a typical episode, like the philosophy of situation. Now as I mentioned though in the pre- in the previous episode I'll mention how how spoiler heavy it will be in case you haven't seen the show or film uh, so maybe the, the you want to listen to the episode to help inspire you to go and see the film or TV show so in the case of this episode it will be spoiler light as I'll be, I'll be discussing a plot point that you'll know about from the trailer and kind of the central philosophical theme that you'll likely find out before you go in. But I won't spoil any endings, for example. But it will partially spoil kind of the main character's realization on life, I guess you could say, and also about his. His realization of this philosophical idea, but you you can kind of learn by even reading anything that what the kind of the, somewhat of the philosophical idea is going in and that mystery behind that. So basically, I'm trying to say is also proceed at your own risk here, but it is spoiler light. It's not spoiling any of the main plot points, I would say. So also before we dive in further further you know, please leave a rating, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've been enjoying the show and been listening to the show as well or want to support the show, as well as sharing with your friends and family that helps support the show. Also, for bonus content, you can check out my Patreon page and stay up to date by signing up for a uh, Philosopher's Stone Community, my little email list I'm trying here. and all those links are below, but uh, anyway, I want to get back to the content. Like I said, it's a quick take. And basically, as I kind of wrote out some notes on doing this episode, I say it's a quick take, but it might end up being a close to a regular length of the episode, but I do it will be shorter than my typical, which I usually have been doing about 20 minutes or so, but I think it'll be shorter than that. So basically Blake Mirror, Bandersnatch it was just released I think it was released actually just yesterday so the 28th in case of when you're listening the 28th of December uh, it came after there was kind of some leaked footage on Twitter not footage but leaked tweet that a lot of people thought the season 5 would be dropping to uh, in December but instead it turns out it's kind of this longer length episode slash kind of like a film situation and so we also are still going to get season 5 as well and I think it's coming in early 2019 from what I've heard but yeah basically this is kind of like a new approach and interactive film that they went with and Netflix is also going with but they had Black Mirror kind of start off this new trend they're going to be starting of these interactive films so Black Mirror Bandersnatch is about a young programmer who's making a fantasy novel into the, the game into a game for a big video game company so he tries to keep his mind into making it the, the perfect game but his own reality becomes disoriented and and in question throughout that process. So if you haven't seen the film, and I re- I highly recommend you do it. This post only contains, like I said, minor spoilers and is more focused on the philosophical concepts being presented in the film. So essentially, the new Black Mirror series entry is commentary on this philosophical idea of free will and determinism it's not obviously not the first time that a film has done this but i like the way this film went about doing it with that interactive method and basically kind of doing some meta commentary on that so it boils down to a thoughtful discussion of this idea of choice we think that we the viewer are in control even when we are are controlling essentially stefan butler the main character and the decisions you're essentially making for him in the film but the actual creator or writers or, or producers of this show or basically any show or video game you, you play or listen to or, or watch have created an, an intended, determined path for us to follow. So the real character has made an illusion of free will. Players of games have an illusion of free will. And us, real humans in our everyday lives, is, has an illusion of free will. That's what this film is basically saying. So, I kind of imagine it as layers of reality. The game Stefan is creating gives you an illusion of choice. Stefan himself has an illusion of choice. We, the viewers, have an illusion of choice. Like I said, us in real life have an illusion of choice, just like Stefan, just like the game that he's creating in the film. So, who has set out our path? Is the destination already determined for us? So, you can get really meta here where, where the first choice of the entire film isn't choosing between the two kinds of serial, which is the first choice you're given actually in the film. Slight spoiler alert, but it's it, I don't think it really does anything with the plot. But th- it's like this first intro choice, basically, to kind of get you used to the mechanism of the film. And it's choosing, but the real first choice that we have, the real meta first choice is choosing to watch the film itself. You already By choosing to watch the film, you've already set yourself down this predetermined path in a sense. So this little quote is a spoiler light here, so you can I don't know fast forward a few few seconds if you'd like if you don't want to hear this quote, but it's it's still it's it's not really revealing anything necessarily. It comes at the end of one of the the endings you can have, uh, but it doesn't spoil anything necessarily about that ending. All it says is he finishes the game. So basically what what the quote is is from Stefan. At one of the endings, he comments on finishing his game. He says, I realized I just had to give the player the illusion of free choice. I decide how the story ends. And I take this commentary on our lives as well. So even if you think about the illusion of choice, accepting our limit of choice, recognizing that we don't indeed have free choice, let's say you accept this. But what do we do about it? Do we, do we go insane, like the, the book author that's mentioned in the film, commit cruel acts? Or do we accept the illusion of choice but continue to operate as though choice still exists for us? The show utilizes, in kind of explaining this idea, and this predetermination, the show utilizes this simulation theory and quantum mechanics to help the viewer understand the illusion of free will. So you see, the point we can gather from this is throughout all of the madness of making choices in the film, the insanity of trying to figure out what the true reality is, is that trying to figure out what true reality is, is in itself meaningless. What is true reality? Ask yourself that question. So let me try to unpack this concept of meaninglessness and choice a little bit more. So the film alludes to the illusion of choice over and over and over again. You'll know this if you've seen it or if you'll know it when you watch it. It's the, it's kind of it's a foundational philosophical concept the film is trying to grasp at, the concept of this, this idea that there's a realm of possibility, it is a central idea within the story, and of our lives. It's using the concept of of a quantum field, kind of underlying everything we do. It's saying that the physical world that ties all of us in time together, are essentially a web, knowing. How the film was formulated is itself a kind of a web of destination. You should kind of look that up as well, how they formulated the film and kind of the AI software they used to formulate the film. But in itself, it's kind of a web of choices that are have these destinated paths. So every choice you make has a predetermined destination that is dictated by this underlying field of physics it lies upon. So during one of the paths, for example you get a dialogue with Colin that alludes to this idea, the Pac-Man conspiracy. And I won't spill how this Pac-Man conspiracy came about or what happens when they talk about it and and why they talk about it. But the dialogue comes about, but it it helps provide some philosophical commentary on reality and choice. So here's kind of a paraphrased quote from the film that that Colin says. We are all living in Pac-Man's world. You know what Pac-Man's, Pac stands for? P-A-C, program and control. He's program and control, man. The whole thing's a metaphor. All he can do is consume. He's pursued by demons that are probably just in his own mind. How many times have you watched Pac-Man die? It doesn't bother him. See, a new predetermined path is ready to start right after you finish. Now, the actual conspiracy of Pac-Man doesn't need to be true here. The point is, it's a further commentary on choice. And that even if you escape those demons or you get caught by them, the game will start again you will begin again with an already predetermined path. And Pac-Man will continue running from those demons that only exist in his mind. See, the player has an illusion of choice in escaping those imaginary demons. But in the end, the game will end the same. And Pac-Man will have to do it all over again. Raising the question, are we running from demons in our own minds? Running through life with an illusion of choice. So now I want to, let's, let's take, a, take it at another concept or idea of learning to help explain this theme in the film, the film of the illusion of choice. So going down the rabbit hole is, off, is, is alluded to multiple times and how this rabbit hole method of learning leads Colin down a particular understanding of choice. Colin, the successful game developer in the film, talks about going down this rabbit hole. He alludes to the idea of embracing going down the rabbit hole even. So take Stefan. The theme of the film is he is developing this game where he wants to give the gamer a choice of choosing their final end, creating a feeling that they are building building their own adventure, which is an attempt to do a go-around of the very narrative-based action games of the 1980s period the film was based in, and even continues today, I would say, where a game, or even a film, I guess you could say, however you kind of want to imagine this, where a game leads you down a set path, a set in stone path down a tunnel. Such as the famous video games of today, like the top-rated Uncharted series is one I would, I would comes to mind. Or even more recently, Red Dead Redemption 2. Even an open-world game, it kind of has this predetermined set tunnel-vision-like story that goes down this one path. But back to the rabbit hole idea. Initially, Stefan had a concept he was exploring that took him down a rabbit hole to finish the idea for his game. Bandersnatch, to create this, this free will aspect of the game to make your own story. But once inside that rabbit hole of his initial concept, Stefan finds himself with new ideas to explore. New ideas he find, finds that he connects to his initial idea of creating the, their own adventure. So what did this rabbit hole make him find? So I'll avoid major spoilers of the film and what leads him to do in the making for the various endings you can achieve in the actual choices in the film. But mainly, we have an understanding of a predetermined path in video games and films, right? Like, that's the typical kind of path that films take and and even video games take. But Stefan was trying to get around this concept, like we've mentioned. During his journey in the rabbit hole developing this game, he realizes that a typical tunnel narrative of game like Uncharted, creating your own adventure is a variance of that elu- that same illusion of choice. The paths are still predetermined. No matter how many paths you create, they are still pre- predetermined for you. This then makes Stefan realize a, short, a sort of a, a meta-commentary on life itself that his choices that he's making, no matter how many paths you ultimately have, that his choices are ultimately an illusion in itself as well. You have to watch you, now you have to, you have to watch the film yourself to discover those predetermined paths that lead, that that leads him down but either way ask yourself do you consider your choices to be on a predetermined path but anyway that's the, the philosophy quick take for today on black Black mirror Bandersnatch thank you for listening let me know what you think uh, using the email below and please subscribe rate and review and continue listening and thank you for support and tune in next time thanks.